Hey, Late Fees Besties! The No More Late Fees podcast is now available on Patreon. Subscribe to receive exclusive content including Ask Me Anythings, playlists, live streams, bonus clips, and more. Check us out at patreon.com forward slash no more late fees. Welcome to the No More Late Fees podcast. I'm Jackie. And I'm Danielle. And we're just two best friends and ex-Blockbuster employees rewatching some of our favorite movies from the late 90s and early 2000s. And we have a very (laughs) special guest with us today. It is my sister, Heather, who has joined us. I am super excited for you to be here. I'm super excited to be here as well. Thanks for having me, guys. And it's September, so that means back to school I'm so back glad to school to prove to dad that I'm not that I'm not a fool <laughs> we are doing Billy Madison from 1995 that's right this week we're doing Billy Madison from 1995 this is the story of manchild Billy Madison who is rich and spoiled his father owns a hotel chain and is getting ready to retire. And Billy finds out that he's not going to inherit the business and his arch nemesis, Eric is. So Billy makes an agreement with his father that he will spend two weeks in every grade and pass all of his schooling in order to inherit the family business. And this movie is starring Adam Sandler, Darren McGavin, Bradley Whitford, and Bridget Wilson Sampras. You can find this to rent on Amazon Prime. Currently, it is $3.99. But before we get started, let's get into our ratings rewind. So you know the drill. Before we get into any movie, we'll reveal the rating our Y2K versions of ourselves would give. Then at the end, we'll see if our current selves agree with our initial rating. Our scale consists of would buy it, would buy it again. The best would play on repeat. Five-day rental. Would watch again. Two-day rental. Okay, but nothing to write home about. And same-day rental. Trash. Straight up trash. (laughs) All right, Heather, since you're our guest, you'll go first. Give us your Y2K rating for Billy Madison. All right, yeah. I would 100% hands down say it was a would buy, would buy it again. Like Jackie said, um, our dad got tired of us renting it for Blockbuster, so we actually did buy it, and we watched it a ton. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to hear that story, make sure you listen to our trailer of today's episode so you can hear about how Jackie's dad withheld Billy Madison from these poor children. (laughs) Jackie, what's your rating? Samesies. (laughs) would buy would buy it again i'm Uh, shocked (laughs) it's probably no big secret now that most of these movies i just don't on itunes so i pretty much (laughs) bought them all (laughs) danielle what about you five day rental for me i loved billy madison when i was younger when i was younger that was that's a surprising <laughs> answer. <laughs> I love this movie. I think I watched this. When did this come out? We were in middle school, right? 95, but I don't think we really found it until it came 
to video. So we were probably just starting high school. Yeah. Maybe. I, I know I watched it. And then obviously when I met you, it was on full rotation. <laughs> okay. Let's jump into it. Scene opens. Actually, it's still like the opening credits and the music starts playing. And I got the biggest goddamn smile on my face from just those like opening chords. It made me so happy. (laughs) Same. It's like, yep. I'm just got time warped back into my childhood. Here we are. Let's go. (laughs) So it opens on um, Billy sitting in. I can't figure out to this day. Is that a fountain or a pool? Or is it a hybrid? I think think it's somewhere in. I think it's just a deep deep fountain. I, I don't. I'm so confused by it. But yes. Yes, there is a lot of, it's a rich people's. <laughs> is it like one of those pools. SAT questions? It's like all fountains can be pools, but not all pools can be fountains. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So he's, he's floating around. He is making sure to use sunscreen and uh-huh. puts a sunscreen smiley that he doesn't rub in. So he's just going to have... <laughs> a very white smiley with very red skin around it like, and that changes form as the scenes go on in that yes. in this little segment <laughs> his two dr- mooch friends are on loungers one is norm mcdonald he plays frank i to this day don't know what the other one's name is if he has a name oh he they say it a couple times in the movie and i do they i didn't commit it to memory it's mm-hmm. yeah unimportant there's Frank and the other one. Billy says, I feel like there's something I was supposed to do today. And he's, <laughs> his friends are trying to jog his memory. And then he remembers it's Nudie Magazine. Magazine Day. <laughs> <laughs> so we chant all the way to the mailbox, running over rose bushes in our little golf cart. Nudie Magazine, Nudie Day. Magazine Day. It's Nudie, Nudie Magazine, Magazine Day. Day. <laughs> The magazines he gets, the first one doesn't age well. She male fiesta. None of those magazines age well. Um, can I add a little tidbit that I found out about that first magazine? Yes. <laughs> it's Rob Schneider. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> I didn't go back and look. I read that after I watched the movie, but I it had, of course, like Danielle said, of course it is. <laughs> <Rob> <laughs> So the three magazines are She Male Fiesta, Women Over 80, and the one he's really interested in, Drunk Chicks, which features an assistant producer. I also noticed it's Blue Balls Productions was on the back of the magazines. (laughs) At this point in the movie, I realize I'm not ready to watch this movie. (laughs) And it took me three days to watch this movie. And so then Billy looks up. And that goddamn penguin's back again. <laughs> Too damn hot for a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> he has to take him back to the South Pole. Mm-hmm. And so he starts chasing the penguin as his dad is hosting a business dinner. And so all of his associates are pulling up in their stretch limousines, nicely dressed. Billy is hammered out of his mind, chasing an invisible penguin. 
he gets to the front doors and passes out. I just don't understand why that house is huge. There's not a separate wing for him to be in for his shenanigans. And but later yeah. on, he lives in a tent out back. We'll get to the tent. Well, he yeah. said that is it's jumping ahead, but he said it the house gets too busy with all of the health and things. So he moved out to the they tent could have built to focus him, on his schooling. They could have built him a whole separate, just like mother-in-law suite or a whole nother house on that property just so that he can go get the hell out of his dad's business i don't just, understand just buy like him when, his own billy house yeah just <laughs> like when mom put jackie and i in the room down the hallway because she didn't want our nonsense in the middle of the house yeah <laughs> what i do love is that the mansion that they film at it's a famous mansion that they've used for multiple different movies and personally, I'm very excited because it's also Professor X's school for the gifted. So uh, yes, I, I knew I recognized it. I <laughs> something else. Okay. So then our beloved Juanita shows up, mm-hmm. picks his drunk ass up off the floor, drags him inside and makes him go upstairs. I she makes gasped. <laughs> I gasped when I saw Juanita because in my very bad memory I remember there being a black woman in this movie I I just was aghast at the fact that she was wearing that outfit and she just gave me all of the mammy vibes yeah and I well I was like wait what the how the the fuck how did this (laughs) how did this get made and pushed through I put my picture of Juanita behind me because justice for Juanita, this movie, <laughs> and the way they treated this black woman is awful, awful. Mm-hmm. And I will continue to say that throughout the rest of this episode. So that's just number one. Continue. <laughs> she sends Billy upstairs to get ready for the very important business dinner that Billy is invited to for some reason. And then we are introduced to Carl and Eric. Eric is very hangry and he is very upset. Carl didn't offer him some of his delicious Triscuit crackers in the limo (laughs) on the ride over. Isn't Carl Mr. Heckles from Friends? Is it? (gasps) Have I never noticed that? Yeah, his, well, his name is Larry Hankin, and he's he said he's not a fan of the film. He disliked the film because he didn't like the type of humor that it used. He didn't find Adam Sandler to be very appealing as a person. He said he found him to be too crude as well as immature, and he was upset that one of his friends was fired from the movie. Sounds like Mr. Heckles in real life to me. <laughs> it is Mr. Heckles. How oh have I never- God notice that good i'm really bad at like faces but he's a good person in this movie we like he is. Carl. yes and my notes about eric are eric is the worst he is just the worst. <laughs> i From love him <laughs> daniel always loves the antagonist <laughs> always oh it's bradley whitford like it's this bradley whitford i yeah. love him He's amazing. He's an amazing actor. I don't know how he got roped into this movie, (laughs) but he's an amazing actor. So they're all sitting around the table. 
everyone sitting and waiting for Billy. And then we cut to Billy taking a extremely leisurely bath. (laughs) (laughs) In a very extravagant bathtub. It is. Fancy bathtub. It is fancy. (laughs) And this is probably my favorite scene. It's up there. It's up there. Yeah. And he is having a conversation between his shampoo and conditioner. He's playing both parts, <laughs> arguing which one is better. And then he is very offended by the faucet that looks like the swan. <laughs> Stop looking at me, swan. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Sorry. I would like this really could just be a reenactment of the movie. It really could. I'm trying really hard. Let's not, let's not. I'm sorry. Danielle's going to really have to cut me (laughs) off. That's why I didn't do the whole shampoo conditioner. So (laughs) you're fine. I'm just trying really hard not to quote like every single thing. So then he jogs into dinner, very clean, but still dressed like a hobo. Backwards baseball cap comes in slurping his soup like a heathen Uh so i have to ask does billy have his dad says it later but does he have a mental illness like what is what's going on i think he just never matured past like 10 but there's like social cues and stuff like the way that he tourettes like yells in this dinner scene (laughs) i was just like what the fuck is happening right now i I don't know. I, I, you know what? This movie made me feel old because I feel like as a young person, I just definitely thought it was silly and fun. And now as an adult, I'm just like, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) And I read that Adam Sandler said that Billy Madison was the character most like him that he's ever played. And And I'm like, that's the truth. (laughs) That's worrisome. That is, that makes Jackie me Jackie Titone, think, what are you doing? <laughs> that makes me think that he for sure is a good actor because if he is like Billy, he's yeah. been putting in the work for the rest <laughs> of the movies. Eric has some choice words about making them wait. Billy very eloquently tells him to shut up. And then his dad makes a comment that his associates have missed their flight home. He invites one of them to stay in his bed and pretends to bite them. Um, I don't know if he was pretending. I think he literally put that man's hand in his mouth and I was concerned. It's weird. That's a very weird scene. I'm like, what is is that? He gets angry at Eric and starts speaking gibberish. (laughs) (laughs) And his dad yells at him to leave. So Billy exits and Carl says... Bye, Billy. Nice seeing you. And Billy so responds, nice. Talahoohoo, Sabadoo. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't get it. <laughs> don't get it. I have said before as like an exit greeting. <laughs> I'm going to start. I don't know why I haven't. Right? going to add it um, to my repertoire. So we see Billy is at some sort of local burger place with his friends. Apparently customary pickle races. So they throw the pickles on the window and whoever slides down first wins. This, this movie irked my soul because it's just absolute fucking rich privilege throughout the whole movie. Like I just yeah. thought about the workers. I would come and cuss you out. What the yeah. hell are you doing? <laughs> 
Um, so then his friends pick up that Billy's not as enthused with the pickle races today. And what's going on, Billy? <laughs> and so he's upset that um, dad yelled at him and his dad's retiring and um, is ready to give up the business. But he soon gets over that because they decide to take the events to lighting bags of shit on people's doorstep. And for a second, I was super excited for him because at least if he was upset, that meant he actually cared, you know? And then he went to go burn up shit, so. He pushed past it. (laughs) He pushed past me having some empathy. (laughs) (laughs) They put it on this poor old guy's doorstep. And his wife, it seems like this has happened before because his wife yells, don't put it out with your boots, Ted. And he replies, Heather. Don't tell me my business, devil woman. (laughs) Who talks to their wife this way? Poor lady. In their tidy whities out on the patio by the the porch. (laughs) Yeah. The next day, dad has a meeting with Billy. He's wearing a shirt he stole from Frank. And his dad explains that he's going to give the company to Eric and to which Billy replies, he's a bad, bad man. (laughs) He is. I love that he's not even, and he doesn't try to hide it either. You know how like in some of those movies, they're like a kiss up to the Mm -hmm. boss and then an asshole, you know, behind closed doors. Like he really does not try to hide that he is this big old jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Billy also inquired as to if the penguin told dad to do this. <laughs> in Carl, a like, serious tone. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Carl does step in and offer to help get Billy Lessons. acquainted yeah. with this job. Dad then divulges that Billy only graduated because he paid the teachers to give him decent grades. Well, yeah. Billy ha- is like, oh my God, you know, I, I passed, you know, high school and stuff. And then his dad course corrects and says well actually (laughs) most most of your career in schooling was you know benefited from me throwing some dollars to get you through which I think really if he had any kind of confidence which I think his behavior speaks to the lack thereof even before his dad says this this whole the whole movie premise is kind of silly because Billy obviously has enjoyed his time skating through life and like if I'm thinking about it, I don't really want to become the CEO of a 600 plus hotel right. chain if I don't know the business. Like that's right. a lot of pressure out, out of nowhere, you know? So I would kind of just be like, just give me a stipend and let let the businessmen do their business thing. <laughs> I kind of feel like he probably thought it was always going to be his. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he knew that that's where it was going to go. And I think because his dad was always doing the work, he could coast. And so I think the moment he had the realization that I'm not just going to automatically get this, which is privilege, that's (laughs) when it like clicked inside of him, like, holy shit, like I might have to do something about this. This isn't automatic. He, I don't think he thought there would be a choice that somebody like Eric would get it. I I think that's the problem. Poor, poor Billy. Joke's (laughs) on you, buddy. So then they come to an agreement that Billy has to repeat first through 12th grade all over again for two weeks. And he has to pass each grade. I don't know what the, the litmus for passing is. I guess his teachers, I think it's 
I think his teachers decide because at one point his kindergarten or first grade teacher says, and now you've passed. So like, there's something she yeah. saw that made her say, okay, you, you can. Maybe you it's know. whatever the kids were doing in that two week span. Yeah. You just had to participate in and pass or whatever. Yeah, I think so. So that's what they agree upon. And if Billy fails and Eric gets the company. His dad was impressed that he came up with that idea so quickly. And yeah. I wrote a note about that too, before he said that. I'm like, that was pretty good on your feet. Yeah. Idea. <laughs> and then we see Billy very proudly going upstairs and in his head. I do love that. I think one of the things that makes me nostalgic about Adam Sandler movies is that he has great soundtracks. He takes 80s music and puts them in all his soundtracks. And I always love that. He even did that in 51st Dates where he changed it up and made 311 sing all the 80s songs. But I still loved it. (laughs) Ain't mad at it? No. (laughs) Now we are on the first day of school. Juanita is making his lunch for him. He's very upset that there is no snack pack. <laughs> Which is what Danielle and I would have said if there was no Swiss cake roll. Yes. And yes. my Swiss cake roll. <laughs> yes. I did get a lot of snack packs too. I do, but I don't like vanilla. I was all chocolate. Christine knew don't, don't come around this house with no vanilla snack pack. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get his back to school song, which oh, I really, so really adore. And then the p- bus drives by, but doesn't stop probably because they don't see a child waiting. Yeah. Right, yeah. So I have a question for both of you guys. Okay. The you want premise- us to sing the back to school song? I do not. Horde pass. But I do want to know, I know it's, I know it's a movie. It's in the premises, whatever, but isn't it weird that, they let this grown-ass adult come into an elementary school and school in general and yeah like do you think that they told the parents it was a pretty quick turnaround too like I know his dad could throw money at a problem but like what the hell you're you're not wrong like it is weird (laughs) <laughs> like him sitting in the middle of that little first grade is it first grade or kindergarten that he starts it's in? First, first grade, grade. i always thought miss lippy was kindergarten but it's Me first too. grade yeah yeah but him sitting in the middle of all those kids napping and laying on each other and stuff i'm like this is a little strange <laughs> yeah this is this is stranger danger situation yeah, i know uh-huh. that you know he was try- he was yeah i was i said this is something i never questioned before <laughs> <laughs> Things you don't think about when you're a child. Mm -hmm. And so then his dad has to drop him off and he very sweetly says, thank you, daddy. daddy. (laughs) Again, why was he trying to go on a school bus? He's a grown man. Can, does he not have a license? He does have a car. It's immersion, Danielle. (laughs) He's going to school. (laughs) (laughs) My tax money's not going to this rich bitch driving the short bus with the children. But that's a good point because that that bus probably didn't pass by his house on the daily. Like right. it would have had to go out of its way to drive past him and say, "See you, sucker!" <laughs> but then at the end of the school day, the bus driver's like ready to get on. So now we know this grown man's on the bus. He Maybe probably the got a phone call. Got, yeah, the memo got to the bus driver. <laughs> he was last on the list. <laughs> 
this is Billy's first sighting of Veronica Vaughn. She's so pretty. Good she really for is. him. And her voice sounds like a Disney princess. Mm-hmm. Does every time her face looks like one too? She's <laughs> lovely. I like her a lot better in this movie than as Helen in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Not Helen, Elsa. Elsa, yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes, Elsa. There we go, Dad. I can't. it's all mixed up he walks into first grade and he meets scotty who likes beans (laughs) miss lippy the first grade teacher who's very eclectic she's something Uh she's not she doesn't look like she should be around kids either (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly ding 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 (laughs) i think they were going for like kooky kindergartner teacher a kindergarten teacher well i wonder if it's based a little bit on his mom because she is a a teacher a a kindergarten teacher i think and it is her preschool yeah yeah she's uh, it's stated that this is her favorite role of his which okay i'm proud mom yes (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm sure she's well taken care of so of course and honestly, I feel like Miss Lippy got it on the nose or hit the nail on the head or whatever for like, you know, eclectic first grade teacher until she did what she did in, in your background picture and put the paste <laughs> on her face. Like it, that's really where she tanked and like jumped the shark. <laughs> like uh, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, that was so, super weird. It, it is now story time. We listen to the puppy who lost its way. Billy is fascinated. Yeah, he's the only one who stays awake he doesn't take a nap and he has hard opinions yes that was going to be my background picture is him arguing with her about the end of the book because i agree with him you get off your ass and you find that dog and so apparently the little boy in the book does not go and look for the lost dog i think he looks for an hour mm-hmm. yeah and, and then, then he goes he home and up. waits yeah for the dog to come back no you make flyers you post on the interwebs. I was you su- freak out. <laughs> I was surprised Billy was that dedicated to that much hard work. That's true. Miss Slippy thinks it's time to play dodgeball. <laughs> she wants them out. <laughs> I Which- have a question. Okay, go ahead. Is it customary to go from zonked out on the floor nap time <laughs> to a dodgeball? Like, wake up, kids, let's go play dodgeball. I, like, mean, I mean, sometimes no. the schedule just works out. Where we're like rest time backs up to recess, and you're just like, okay, let's. They barely slept. (laughs) I don't think the intent of story time was to pass out because they had a dedicated nap time later or rest time later. I was just confused that they fell asleep that fast. That book wasn't that long. Well, she read it pretty damn slow. She was. (laughs) (laughs) Billy walks out ready to play dodgeball. We see O'Doyle number one. A Doyle rule. <laughs> yes. He throws the ball at proclaims O'Doyle rules. So Billy turns around, goes back inside where Miss mm-hmm. Lippy is listening to some God, that dancing. <laughs> that dancing. Her her foot was on its side at one point that she was standing on it. It should look like one of the zombies. That's how zombies walk. Yes. <laughs> all broken up she looked real crazy. Uh, I know she's a, not crazy, but she looked real crazy. Billy's just standing there 
in the doorway watching Miss Lippy. And I a hundred percent get Miss Lippy where she's like, I need my personal time. Dodgeball is not only a special time for the children, it's <laughs> a special time for Miss Lippy because you need that fucking recess break. Yeah. <laughs> you need to not be around the children. But at the same time, there was no one outside supervising dodgeball. Right. And yet again, we still don't know this grown ass man. You've now <laughs> left with the children. <laughs> and during the dodgeball scene. So Miss Lippy says, no, no, no. It, it, you're just out this round. You go back out and you get in the next round. Miss Lippy needs her piece. So Billy goes back outside. Someone tries to tag him out again. He one hand catches that ball. Almost like Ben Stiller in Dodgeball. Continue. And <laughs> he says, Now you're all in big trouble. And apparently, Adam Sandler hit the kids with the dodgeball as hard as he possibly could. He got permission from all the parents. And the editor had to cut away quickly after each hit so he didn't show the children crying. That's crazy. I mean, it is dodgeball. Like, you you expect to get hit yeah. with the ball. It's not like they were, I don't know, knitting and he was, like, stabbing them with the, with the knitting needle or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, they, if the parents signed off on it, then it, it is what it is. But that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's lunchtime. Billy's still desperate for that snack pack. There's a kid eating his, <laughs> trying to trade bananas, make some deals. Kids like no go man. And then there is a conversation between two kids that he becomes more friendly with later in another grade, but they are arguing about Mortal Kombat being the the best video game of all time. And Billy replies, "Well." Mortal Kombat is very good, but Donkey Kong is the best video game of all time. And they're just like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Mortal Kombat was a throwback to Bridget because she was in that. I don't remember the character, but I remember reading. She was, was she in Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? It was, I think it was Mortal Kombat. I I think I read that it was an homage or not an homage, but it was like a throwback. That makes sense. I didn't even hear that Mortal Kombat one. I was just like, Donkey Kong was great. (laughs) (laughs) And a kid says, Donkey Kong sucks. And Billy replies, you suck. Which I feel like a lot of our retaliations probably come from Adam Sandler-isms. Yeah. (laughs) That seems like a perfectly fair schoolyard comeback. You suck. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) It's the end of the school day. Billy's about to get on the bus but scotty's mom is picking him up and scotty's mom is a milf i guess that scene was weird too and so he's trying to kind of hit on her slide into her dms and miss lippy brings out all of his like arts and crafts that he made for the day <laughs> and she, so, she caught him hardcore. Yeah. yes <laughs> thank you mrs lippy <laughs> <laughs> And then we transition to a scene where Eric tells his master plan to his pet rat. <laughs> you had pet rats. I love rats. I just <laughs> didn't really. I mean, I guess I talked to them, but not in that capacity. <laughs> we then tr- transition to another day at school. Billy's trying to use the tiny urinals. And then he comes out from the bathroom and Veronica happens to be walking through the hallway. Hold on. 
when he's in the bathroom trying to use urinals like a fucking moron and there's stalls for him to use can we talk about the weird custodian guy creeping in out of the stall looking at him and then going back into the stall but we find out later why i know but in that moment i was like (laughs) what the hell's happening (laughs) yeah it is very weird so back to the milk (laughs) there is a a cart of milk outside of a classroom and so billy's trying to get in good with ms vaughn and so he's like oh you you want some milk we can we can share some milk Mm -hmm. and she's like that's that classroom's milk idiot he's like well it could be our milk and she says no milk will ever be our milk (laughs) she wrong (laughs) it's true (laughs) And then he turns around and is like, well, how about you, Sideburns? You want some of this milk to the creepy janitor? And he says, I'd rather have a beer. We transition then to, yeah, this random scene, which is my background for our, our YouTubers. Billy clapping erasers while Miss Lippy gives herself a paste facial. But he was like eating the paste by the spoonful too. And I was just like, this is discuss i was not a pace eater in kindergarten at a young age so i couldn't relate i had to ask i asked my mom because i I don't (laughs) remember pace i'm like was pace like good (laughs) she she clarified she said yes it was had a sweet taste of sorts (laughs) and so then we it's nap time but avi billy's kind of grown out of naps he'd rather get drunk and black out and so He's sitting and coloring a duck and he decided to color the duck blue because he's never seen a blue duck. And for some reason, that is the thing that helps him pass first grade. (laughs) Matriculation for a duck. (laughs) And then there is a huge party every time he passes a grade and they're really just random. Maybe something happens and then that kind of propels the the story forward most of the time it's just fluff but this one the only thing i need to note is that the stilt the clown on stilts falls down and hits mm-hmm. his head yeah and everyone laughs and i was like i think he has a brain hemorrhage or something the poor poor clown even though i don't that like clowns a, yeah who does I mean if you like clowns i think you need to be looked at yeah um, sorry social people you can get mad at them for me saying that <laughs> nobody's nobody's admitting to liking clowns not out loud at least um but that him falling down and the blood kind of coming out of his mouth that was another weird sadistic thing that in the article i read the director said was a specific adam sandler idea that he thought it'd be really funny to like have a gush of blood come out of his mouth And now Billy is in, oh, and then we see Eric paying the janitor. The janitor is now in Eric's office and he's paying the janitor for information, but the janitor, I don't know if he has, there's something wrong with him. He comes needs or if he's older and just, no, he's, uh, he's messed up in the head. He's probably an alcoholic because his answer to the questions of getting dirt didn't even make any sense. Miss Lippy's car 
is green. (laughs) (laughs) But I I blame Eric. He should have gotten better like dirt to to really pull up on on Billy. Yeah. For God's sakes. And then we see Billy in second grade. He is completing or competing in a spelling bee. The little girl tries to spell couch and she spells it how it sounds in her head. She's With trying the to figure it out. W. Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as she says W, he goes, no. <laughs> Which is unfair because when he goes to spell couch, couch. yeah, he, messes he puts it, he puts an R in there and he <laughs> hesitates. He's like, are, are you going you to going the mall to later? <laughs> like, um, that is not fair. And this lady, okay. Do you remember? Heather will remember. I know who her. you're going to talk about. <laughs> you're going to ask about. Um, in high school, we had a teacher. I won't name the teacher, but she she taught marine science. I don't know. It, she was earth space for me. Yes, she was a science teacher. This second grade teacher completely reminds me of her like yeah dead on mm-hmm. I'm not even we didn't talk about this ahead of time but no. I'm not even I wish I would have put it in my notes so I could say it's in my notes but I th- <laughs> I, I thought about that teacher I was like yep that's her <laughs> so um she Billy spells couch correct and she says correct you just passed the second grade in her like old lady barely speech. And he says, I am the smartest man alive, (laughs) (laughs) which is also something I quote fairly Mm -hmm. regularly. And then we see Billy, he's getting nervous about third grade because that's when it gets hard. He's sitting in class. He's talking to this kid who's just like (laughs) wide-eyed, mouth open, staring at him, like blank expression. And so then Billy turns to the kid on the other side of him, Ernie, and says, he repeats himself the like, same thing he <laughs> says as if the kid didn't hear him say it to the other person <laughs> <laughs> and so then in rock in walks veronica vaughn as his third grade teacher and he proclaims under his breath jackpot <laughs> she proceeds proceeds to introduce billy as class this is billy billy is a nuisance he'll be gone in two weeks Sorry for the inconvenience. <laughs> At least she kept that shit real. She really did. They have to do a read aloud. And this kid is trying his best. He's not the strongest reader, but, and, and it seems like he may have some sort of a stutter or something. Oh, He's also got a really awesome rat tail. Love that kid. <laughs> <laughs> and so as he's stuttering out the words, Billy yells, today, junior. And the quickness, Veronica Vaughn yokes him up by the ear and drags him out of that classroom. And I'm like, that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Zero tolerance for bullying. It's just like, <laughs> you're a grown man. Why are yeah. you doing this to these kids? <laughs> and the fact that these okay. kids are like friends with him later, just, uh, you know, kids are so resilient. I would have planned his demise. <laughs> She said, making fun of a little kid trying to read, like, what the fuck? Have you and, no soul? Yes. Yeah. And he says, 
I can't hear you. I've been <laughs> physically abused in the ear. <laughs> and then as soon as she walks back into the classroom, he's still out in the hallway. And then he does his Veronica Ron. So hot. Want, want to, to touch, touch the hiney. This to be over. <laughs> I just I've tried so hard to get through this. Uh, like a quarter. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to make it. The next day, they're practicing cursive. Billy's called up to the board. It's baseball day, I guess, for some reason, and so she's having him write baseball words in cursive. And at first, he's like, "Huh." This is easy. And then she says, Rizzuto. And he can't remember how to form the Z's. So he kind of squiggles his way through it. I have to give him credit for that. The Z was a hard thing to do for me in cursive. (laughs) That's a hard one. And she kind of calls him out like, looks like Rizzuto to me. And... He protests that it's not a word. It's a baseball player. So that's not fair. And she says, okay, write the word buzz. He runs out (laughs) of the room and says, I'm never coming back here. The next day he's trying to fake sick. Juanita convinces him to go to school because if he stays home, he can help her shave her armpits. Justice for Juanita. (laughs) The next day is very obviously a substitute, not even a substitute. I guess I couldn't get subs. Not much has changed in 20 years. (laughs) Um, And so the principal has to teach the class for the day. We meet the second O'Doyle. And then isn't it, you said it's the principal. Uh It's the principal, right? Right. The the substitute. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. He's the weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> he is weird. Because doesn't he like full on when he comes in the classroom, doesn't he full on try to hit on Billy? We're getting to that. Yes. Oh, okay. Then we get this like weird cut to his friends are still just chilling at his house. Yeah. The moochers. The moochers yeah. are still there <laughs> hanging out, living their best lives. So then we cut back to it is now Valentine's Day. And he's receiving, like, all the girls in the class have crushes on him. Now, giving them all bedroom eyes. <laughs> y'all, didn't, y'all didn't think this was inappropriate. I didn't find it inappropriate because, like, as little girls, you have crushes on. But it wasn't even, necessary. Like a teacher or whatever. You know, like, <laughs> it wasn't necessary. I just don't think I, I this think- is something that we should... I, I think the way if he had been like, oh, hey, like blowing kisses or something, it would be different. But he was just like politely waving to all the kids. Yeah, that shit was creepy. <laughs> and I think it totally could have been left out. And that one girl was like, they they made it a like a, a running gag. And I was just like, man, we were real fucked up in the 90s. <laughs> we were. Yeah. <laughs> the valentine that causes billy to pause is one that says i want you billy p.s i'm horny principal anderson Mm -hmm. and he looks up and principal anderson is making bedroom eyes at him and again like okay so it he obviously is a gay man and this whole 
situation is just being kind of homophobic that that's how gay men would act that there would be all up in your face and they're going to write you sick notes and and like hound you even later in other scenes he like when he hugs billy he he's like holding on to him and being and gyrating on him like no sane person is doing this shit yes well obviously this man has some history yeah you're (laughs) absolutely right adam sandler does have some some issues because he wrote this movie okay (laughs) i was specifically talking about the principal but you were correct (laughs) the character of the principal billy is hanging out with ernie i love ernie i love ernie too he's got great hair he really does and he has sean hair from boy meets world oh yeah yeah yeah. So he's hanging out with Ernie. Billy has a crush on Veronica. So he makes Ernie call. Like this was very childlike mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, call my crush. See if he likes me back. <laughs> that but was then- so weird. <laughs> that whole scenario was weird. It was. The whole thing was weird. But the weirdest <laughs> part was that they had her home phone number to call her. Yeah. Like, but how did, the- how did this happen? <laughs> The weirdest part is that she didn't say, I'm so sorry. This is not appropriate for you to be talking to me like this. I'm going to see you at school. Click. Why are you telling him you're more mature than Billy? It was. (sighs) (laughs) Make it make sense. (laughs) Jesus. And so obviously Billy does not get the answer he's looking for and gets upset with Ernie because he blew it. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> now we are on a field trip to Amish town. <laughs> because what the fuck is happening on this field trip? I felt like it was like a, a an old reenactment of like the way it was settlement or something like that and there is a very (laughs) elderly lady trying to give the tour that no one is listening to she actually says it she says (laughs) i think it's the only notes that i wrote down she says what is a horseshoe are there horse thoughts like she says all this weird (laughs) shit and then goes is anyone even listening to me? <laughs> like, I am. What the fuck is this? The poor old lady. She's mm-hmm. just trying to do her job. She She's probably weird. a volunteer. <laughs> then it cuts to Chris Farley, who plays the bus driver. I don't think we've mentioned that yet. And Billy's friends somehow knew to meet yeah. them at the field trip. They're eating all the kids' lunches. Okay, so... <laughs> I will if you in my Swiss rolls, me oh, and Heather nope. are jumping you <laughs> yeah. after we would be hanging trip. like Eric from the beginning. Like, Hell. what the fuck are you doing to me? <laughs> you ain't my motherfucking Swiss roll. <laughs> Catch me outside. Who does shit like that? They needed their ass beat for sure. Yeah, for sure. And, and they're the field trips kind of wrapping up. And they're going to go get their lunches. They have not yet discovered there are no lunches to eat. No, and they, they did just, I thought they discovered and they were trying to leave. But oh, you're when right. they're trying right. to leave, then they realize that Ernie is just standing by the log cabin. 
just looking at the wall and, and the teacher asked um, Billy, like, what the hell's going on with him? Yeah, so Billy goes and checks on Ernie and Ernie has had an accident. He has t- tinkled in his pants. It and- happens to the best of us. Billy finds Ernie. Ernie is embarrassed. He He's had an accident. Billy's initial reaction. <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up. That poor kid. <laughs> but Billy recognizes and Ernie's his friend. And so he comes up with a plan, splashes <laughs> water on his crotch and walks in front of the kids first. And so all the kids are like, oh, Billy peed his pants. And Billy's like, yeah, it's the cool thing to do. Poor volunteer lady that no one's listening says, well, if peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> Honestly, and so, she's one of my favorite characters. She really is. So then Ernie feels comfortable enough to turn around. Look at Ernie. He, he yeah, peed he's cool too. He's cool too. And then all the kids proceed to wet themselves as they get on the bus. The bus driver's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> I would have been so Can mad we... as a teacher. You know they smelled. Jeez, I yes. was just going to say that bus ride home was so stinky. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote he passes third grade. Was there any catalyst for him passing third grade? No, I don't think so. I think she just said congratulations uh, maybe that Billy. whole si- situation of him doing that it, for th- his social emotional growth yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i just know that there was the party and then all of a sudden like she has one good moment with him or him doing that for the little kid and now what they're dating <laughs> like what's She's happening in love. veronica shows up uh, with a parasol and his friend is hosing down a kid that was keith's Keith is my husband to the listeners, but yeah, it was his favorite part of the movie. At the end of the movie, he's like, I just want to say my favorite part of this movie. <laughs> it, was, it was randomly, his friend is randomly hosing down the kid at the party. The kid's going, who are you, mister? I don't even know you. <laughs> like what a random scene. Yes. I don't know why he liked to torture these children. Yeah. At the party, we see Carl and Eric. Eric is very angrily eating a hot dog (laughs) and plotting to as to who he can bring into his side to make sure Billy does not succeed. Yeah, who he could dig some dirt on to really blackmail them. You said it in a nice way. (laughs) (laughs) And he eyes the principal who's floundering in the what did we call it? A fool? Floundering <laughs> <laughs> in the fool. That's the end of that scene. It's just Eric now has his eyes set on the principal. And we transition to Veronica having a conversation with Billy, telling him they're they're by themselves in yeah, that room tent thing. The tent. The tent yeah. It was there though before he had to study. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't studying in third grade no no so she's in there she's talking to billy she comments on how sweet it was for him to help ernie and they're starting to get close kind of leaning in and carl interrupts carl doesn't give a fuck (laughs) he doesn't he's like hey just want to let you know that eric (laughs) is real seems real mad and he it looks like he's all noise yeah (laughs) it seems like he's planning your demise so just heads up yep shortly after that is just a montage of passing grades 
Yeah. And we see Eric has this, like, I don't even know, like a board with little class desks that are for each grade. And he's taking like a popsicle stick with Billy's head on it and just move placing, moving them around. Yeah. Um, so he speeds through because we're, of course, we got to get to high school. Yeah. So now we're in seventh grade, but we're still in elementary school. Right. Cause or is it seventh or eighth? Cause doesn't he have that conversation? He's like, well, you're going to be leaving. And once you graduate eighth grade, you won't be here with us. You'll be going to high school. And then we see him still hanging out with his third grade friends. They're burping the alphabet. And then we see the lunch lady serving the sloppy joes. She made them extra sloppy for him. <laughs> Which that character was created for the song. It's like a throwback, like a callback to his Sloppy Joe song from his comedy show. Correct. The Lunch Lady Land song. (laughs) We totally missed when they were on that bus back in third grade where the kids dared him to touch Uh, her boobs. And I was just like, this is lovely. (laughs) (laughs) And then when he actually does, he doesn't even touch her boob. He yeah, at the dare, and she knows that he was gonna do it, and she's like, "I don't know." <laughs> I don't know. And was that the same scene where the bus driver throws the banana peel? Yeah, oh, that was the big one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was another thing too. Chris Farley said, "Good, great, grand, wonderful," and that was a throwback <laughs> to Airheads. Yes. Billy passes seventh grade. Eric is blackmailing the principal the principal used to be a wrestler called the revolting blob and he accidentally killed someone with a move gone wrong and the guy was him to death with his ass cheeks (laughs) (laughs) he was supposed to pinch his leg if he was running short of air (laughs) so (laughs) that doesn't even make any sense Oh my God. Now Billy is in high school. He shows up in his <laughs> REO speed wagon shirt, green <laughs> jacket, so and Firebird. And none of the kids are having it. I just don't <laughs> understand. Like he obviously knows he's not old, old. He's young. He goes out. He sees what the kids are wearing. Like why I did he think, think- he does. They go to the place to throw the pickles at the plate at the, the I think that's the extent of his like specialization. <laughs> Jesus. He's sitting in chemistry class. And that scene, yeah. the chemistry class Science scene ma- makes me so uncomfortable because it's just so over the top. And it reminded me so much of the kids who probably had ADHD at the time and didn't weren't diagnosed yet who would just do a lot of outlandish things to get attention in class. And I felt just like I felt when I was in class, when they would do stuff like that, uncomfortable. Yes. The scene where they're talking about chlorophyll and he he yells out more like borophyll and laughs to himself. The laugh was not in the script, but the director, Tamara Davis, liked it, so she left it in. Side note, Tamara Davis was not the original director. The original director was undisclosed. In the commentary, Davis stated that she started after four days of filming, and she brought in her own DP, but most of the original crew remained. I was surprised it was directed by a female. I was surprised, too. And then we see our third O'Doyle pours 
food on Billy at lunch. So he is relinquished to the nerd table and they tell him that he is a loser. He says, I'm not a loser. They said that's called loser denial. (laughs) (laughs) But then he becomes friends with them as well. He has no choice. (laughs) Nobody else wants to be friends with him. He does at this point visit his third grade class. They're all super excited to see him and eager to hear how high school is. And (laughs) he grabs a kid's face and smushes it and is like shaking it. He's like, stay here. Stay where it's safe. Yeah, the kid goes, I can't wait till I get to hike school. And then he grabs his face. He's like, stay here. And it's, like, it's a chubby kid too. And the like fat on his face is like jiggling around. It's it's a scene. I love his tail. He's he's got a um a, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah the red tail kid. He's the same stuttering kid. Uh-huh. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the star of the show. (laughs) After he visits third grade, Veronica follows him out into the hallway. She can tell he's having a really rough time. And then she reminds him that it doesn't feel good to be called a loser and think about how you treated other people in high school. And that's when that inspires Billy to start calling and apologizing and rectifying his wrongs. He calls Danny McGroff, played by Steve Buscemi, and apologizes. He was very sincere about his apology. Danny says, thank you very much. It's no problem. It's okay. Unbothered, but. Unbothered. And then as soon as he hangs up, he turns around to the wall behind him where he has his hit list (laughs) and crosses Billy's name off of it. I think the only difference that I would have with my hit list is that I wouldn't cross his name off for apologizing. I would just move his name to the bottom of the hit list. (laughs) I'll get to him later. (laughs) The only other thing of note in this scene is that once Danny crossed Billy off his list, feels a little bit better, maybe a little anxiety (laughs) is gone. Uh, He puts on a very lovely shade of red lipstick and just lays to listen to some music. Honestly, that's my favorite part of the whole movie. (laughs) It's such a weird and wonderful scene. It is. Now we see Billy hanging out with his nerd friends. They're watching TV and there is a, like it interrupts the show that they're watching. Special reports, breaking news. And his dad is there too, watching, yeah. And it is the principal saying that he was paid $5,000 to pass Billy along in his- Why such a low amount? (laughs) That's the, like, when I saw that, I was just like, Billy and his dad are super mega rich. I mean, I know there's inflation, but they're mega rich. They're richy, rich, rich. Yeah. What I read was the number of hotels that Madison Hotels had was bigger than Hilton, Marriott, and Radisson. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, geez, that's a huge conglomerate. Yes. <laughs> so you're and, right. It should have been 500,000. Yeah. It should have been a lot more. Let's see. That would have been $9,000. 
Yes. See, no. <laughs> Ransom money, like Mel Gibson, come get this money piled up kind of situation. Well, it was all a lie anyway. I just know, didn't lie but well. <laughs> I was a little- Make annoyed. it more believable. Yeah. <laughs> so after, obviously, they see this news report, Billy's dad is furious and very disappointed and doesn't believe Billy when he says that, you know, it's not true which hurts him even more. And, you know, I thought at that moment, it was going to be like a turning point where he says, you know what, I'm going to prove myself. I'm going to prove, prove everybody that I didn't do this. But no, he reverts back to his old self and starts binging, acting Goes a on a bender. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this- it, it would have been a much better third act if he said, well, even if I don't get the company, I'm still going to finish. Yeah, 100%. My first thought was in the scenes that followed it was, you know, the reasoning why they didn't have him have a really good arc was because he just needed a gratuitous scene to have his girlfriend be in a white shirt in the pool, (laughs) beating him up. Yep. Because he gives up on himself and she comes and she's really frustrated. And so she proceeds to beat the shit out of him (laughs) and he lets her. (laughs) because he's wasted and she said are you just gonna roll over and die and he said i was set up and she said some people drift through life like lumps of crap and his friends like barely (laughs) lift their head up (laughs) what is she talking about (laughs) pass back out talking about you which norm mcdonald was like apparently drunk in all those scenes where he's wasted so He's a method actor. Yes. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) And then her inspiring message to Billy is, you say you're not a loser, Billy Madison, so win. And so she gets out of the pool and then... My favorite scene. This is my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) They all rise up to lift Billy up. And bring him back around. Yes. We're here to help you, he Billy. has this whole encouraging song that Danielle won't let us sing. I don't Come care. <laughs> I'm just trying to speed it up. <laughs> <laughs> we won't sing it. It is fantastic. It is so good. It's so good. And then this is where the clown reassure us. Pops his that, head back up. Yes, so that creepy. he is not dead. Um, <laughs> But he did have a hemorrhage in his head, according to the song. (laughs) You're right, Danielle. (laughs) It's kind of like Billy's imagining all of his friends that he's made, encouraging him to continue on. And so it's the kids that are singing. It's a whole. I'm hearing it in my head. A whole choir (laughs) encouraging Billy. The next scene is his friends, the kids, go to the principal's house to confront the principal because they know Billy did not pay the principal off. The principal answers the door in his revolting blob (laughs) mask. (laughs) Oh, his doorbell apparently is the same, what is it, notes, keys of G-E-N-C, which you get the NBC jingle because that was the affiliate of Universal Pictures. The kids are like, what the fuck you doing, man? Why are you lying? And the principal is so easily swayed. He's like, okay. And goes back <laughs> on TV to say he made it up because he was being blackmailed. He was the revolting blob. And everyone kind of just accepts him for who he is. 
yeah i i was surprised it seems like he still had his job at the yeah end. okay i think so Eric is seeing this newscast and is irate, throws a remote that puts Joyce in a coma. His assistant, Jesus. Yes. They're having this meeting with Billy's dad because now the principal is saying, I made it all up. Eric is blackmailing me. Eric storms in. Eric does this weird thing where he's like gaslighting them, where he's like, oh no, I believed in Billy all along. Fuck you did, Eric. Mm -hmm. You put Uh. it out on Front Street. You didn't even try to hide it. No, but he's got to now because he's getting held accountable. So he's got to pretend. So dad says we should give Billy another shot. Eric says, no, that wasn't the terms of the agreement. If he didn't pass the grade level in two weeks, he's out. It's been more than two weeks. Which he's the, he's the bad guy. You know, we're not supposed to like him, but in real talk, like, if you're vying for ownership over this multi-billion dollar company, I'd be reciting the legal agreement as well. Like, nope. Yeah, I get this shit. I agree. First of all, I would have never agreed to this scheme. Like, no way. You all you have to do is go finish elementary school to high school. Get the fuck out of here. How about you take your bitch ass to college and see how you do there for a yeah. year? Like work in the no mail way. room. Yeah. Work your way up or something. Yeah. Eric throws a hissy fit and yells that it's a technicality and threatens legal action. And the dad's like, bring it like pretty much. I can outlawyer you. Yeah. <laughs> and you have no merit. Like this is, yeah. it's still my fucking company. You, you don't have any rights to my company. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't think there was a, an official contract drawn. No, out. no, but Billy doesn't Billy stop. Eric, before he goes and says, like, look, I have an idea. I'll challenge you to... Um, Decathlon. Deca- thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then kisses Eric full on the lips to seal the deal. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> now we're back in high school. Billy opens his locker. All of this manure falls out. And his That's friends the- give him all the, like, study guides that he Correct. needs for where he missed class and whatnot. Yes. The fourth O'Doyle was the one who put the manure in said locker. And Billy turns around and says, I have a feeling your whole family is going down. <laughs> like he, he pretty much is like, I can't deal with this shit right now, but you're going to get your karma. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then we see Veronica helping Billy study by doing strip study. So every question <laughs> he gets right, another article <laughs> comes off. I mean, do what you got to do to keep motivated. And she's beautiful like her hair is beautiful i'm like i have a crush on veronica too because this is she's just beautiful i feel like another foil should should have existed which is veronica's logical friend to say (laughs) what are you doing what are you doing yes (laughs) because this don't make no sense yeah and then we see the dichotomy of eric and billy studying so eric is studying spanish he has his headphones on He's waxing his statues and (laughs) Billy is learning French from a man that's just talking. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. And he's the second person of color who has a speaking role in this movie. So now it is the day of the decathlon. The first challenge is math. Eric wrote this equation on the board. Billy wrote, Eric drinks his own pee. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have home ec. 
Billy bakes something. Eric sets himself on fire. Like he full look. Yes. Wait, he, he, he doesn't just like burn his food or his oven mitt. He is fully inflamed and, and Billy's just laughing. I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Then we see PE. They have to race in Eric wins that one chemistry. What what I okay. don't get this. I don't understand I don't. this scene. My whole life I've never understood this scene. As a science person, I don't know what the fuck you had dry ice and you just pull your shoe up. Well, even the ice Eric who wins. Yeah. You? I don't get either of them. I don't understand what we're making here. <laughs> yes. Um, I I'm assuming that Adam Sandler just said like how Jackie and I just say you know sports. He just said you know <laughs> science, <laughs> combustion, yeah, a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> and then it is orchestra. Eric plays a very lovely violin. Billy honks on <laughs> baronet, and then Billy just says he's good. Yeah. <laughs> Drama, Eric is doing fairly well, but Billy comes out full costume reciting Hamlet with the skull in his hand. We cut to a station wagon driving down the road with all the O'Doyles in it, just chanting O'Doyle rules. This scene never made sense. Is it Super Mario Brothers all of a sudden? Uh, Yes. How is is a car slipping (laughs) on a banana peel and like I never made the correlation only because it was so ridiculous and you see the dad just yanks his wheel there's no like oh the car swerves out of he control. doesn't even yank the wheel he just slowly careens that way I'm sorry Jackie did logic enter the chat for you at this scene like end of the movie it never made sense, Danielle. Uh, that's all I'm saying. None of this movie makes sense. <laughs> but Jackie, you started saying something connected. Are you talking about the the banana peel that the bus driver threw out? Yes. So the banana peel that the bus driver threw out is the banana peel that the <laughs> station wagon slips on and careens off the cliff with all the O'Doyles in it. And that's also dark that he killed all those children in this mom movie. Said, mom said that she's like, there's little kids in that car. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so O'Doyle's be gone. Yeah. yeah. His that- family did go down. Yeah. The exact words that Billy said. Yes. Now back to the decathlon. Okay. It is the final countdown <laughs> danielle's so excited it's almost the end so yeah. excited we're almost out of this movie we are now in the final competition billy is ahead by one and they are allowed to pick a category for their opponent eric picks for billy reflections of society and literature billy just goes gets up there and you think he's gonna say something profound and he just fucking says bullshit uh-huh. and what i love because i really thought that <laughs> the principal was gonna say that's great but he ends I wrote, up i i wrote down part of what he said because it's <laughs> i still use this in in, in portions billy finishes his comparison of reflections of society and literature to the puppy who lost its way 
crickets. <laughs> and then he just shouts nib high football rules and everyone erupts in cheer. So he feels like he did a good job. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> the principal goes on this rant about, <laughs> about that made no goddamn sense. Yeah. <laughs> and quote, everyone in the room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. So I see this scene on TikTok quite a bit. People will stitch it or, or merge it with something else. Like if a politician says something and I, I always forget where the, where it came from and it finally clicked. Not when I watched the movie, but when you, when you just said it. <laughs> <laughs> and Billy responds, okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine, but... <laughs> <laughs> And then it is time for Billy to choose for Eric and he chooses business ethics because he knows Eric has no ethics. And so Eric, he tries for about three seconds and says, fuck this shit and pulls a fucking revolver out at a school. Doesn't age well. Yeah, that gave me some PTSD. I was like, what age is this? Well, it was never good to start <laughs> off with. Why would you do this? Yeah. With children. The whole auditorium clears. Everyone like takes cover. I'm like, this is too real. I don't like yeah. this at yeah. all. Close to home. The revolting blob comes out, takes Eric <laughs> down. I love how he's like, Billy's just sitting there like not taking this seriously at all. Yeah. Veronica is actually seems to be more concerned about the principal from what yeah, what's you <laughs> what's his name again? The principal? The revolting blob or yeah. principal Anderson. Yeah, she's more concerned about him. Eric just says, you know, brushes him off. I'm like, you killed someone with your butt cheeks. What's happening? <laughs> you can't take him. Eric gets up. Veronica is kind of standing like a deer in headlights she's i like to say there's either there's fight flight or freeze veronica is freeze (laughs) (laughs) and eric is just pointing his gun at her then danny mcgroff shows up and shoots eric in the ass (laughs) for the win And, and just I, gives Billy a hero. thumbs up. <laughs> and Billy's like, thank God I apologize to him. <laughs> yep. And now we see Billy's graduation. He says, Yahoo for school. Uh-huh. Yahoo for me. And then announces that he is stepping down to give the company to Carl. Isn't Carl quite old to be like, isn't Carl the same age as dad? just a little bit up there i just think it's so anticlimactic like we just followed you on this journey through this whole movie you finally win and you're like meh it was the most (laughs) most growth i've seen for him to finally put the other the lives of other people (laughs) before himself and his his selfish i should just get this because my dad built it and i know shit about what i'm doing yeah when you asked earlier about whether or not he legit had a an issue a mental issue or something i thought about this scene i'm like he shows the ability to behave like a normal human at the end yeah, of the movie yeah. so i guess that's growth i suppose <laughs> <laughs> and then billy announces that he's going to college he's going to become a teacher i don't know if you could go to i guess he did get a degree from being paid off by the 
He I wrote already, my notes. I'm like, he's going to college with a fake degree, but he already got a high school. He passed yeah. high school. He yeah. just didn't get it right. He is. He has. It. He has a piece of paper saying yeah. he graduated. He essentially got his GED. <laughs> <laughs> the principal tells Billy it again. he's he's still horny. He's so creepy. He's such a creepy guy. Yeah. But that actor I read in real life is an opera singer. Yes, he is. (laughs) (laughs) That Uh, poor man. And Veronica whispers, if you think he's horny, they start kissing and everyone starts kissing. We have (laughs) Frank and the lunch lady, Miss Lippy and the clown, the nerds and the milf. Which that's a weird look. I don't like that. That Yeah, another like... (laughs) <laughs> red flag on the play He's why wasn't movie. it the other friend because it's frank was norm yeah. mcdonald or whatever why wasn't it the other no-name friend well because he, he, he likes to, not clean because the other friend had to try and kiss the underage girl and oh, she refuses okay. first of all she refuses the parent next to her should have decked him in the fucking yes. face like yeah. what's happening so again if we go back to the little girls having the crush on him, we have seen at least four times in this movie where he has paired children inappropriately with adults. Can we now say maybe yeah. this is an issue? It's a pattern. It's weird. It's, yeah. it's odd. Yeah. And then Juanita and Danny McGruff. <laughs> he goes to kiss her. He doesn't kiss her lips. You see him making out with the side of her cheek i i, I did see that part that's a little weird cringy <laughs> but he makes it seem like he's making out with her so you know hollywood kiss but respectful yeah i can't be mad at it the last pair is the bus driver and the penguin in y2k jackie's brain I never knew what the fuck the penguin was doing. I was like, why is Chris Farley ch- pretending to float in this seat? Like, yeah. he moves so weird. <laughs> the fucking penguin's jacking him off. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm going to have to rewind that. It Jeez. took me this long to figure out. I think uh. because it was acted so poorly. Is that what it is? (laughs) (laughs) That I never figured. I always was like, why is he moving his body? Like he's floating. I don't understand. I'm going to have to see that scene again to make it all make sense. But I don't even recall what you're talking about. So I'm going (laughs) to pretend that I've always, I've, but I've carried that weird chest (laughs) that he's done with me in life. And now. But that's not even what people look like when they're getting jacked off. That's it's still weird. <laughs> it's still weird. So odd. So and odd. so there is Billy Madison. So <laughs> he co-wrote this movie and he was 29, almost 30 years old. It just felt like maybe a teenager wrote this movie. Agreed. Yeah. I do think our minds in the 90s were like Jackie does the comparisons of like dollar values in the 90s to dollar values now like I feel like the maturity level is greater in these days but But just because it was made when he was 29 or 30 doesn't mean that's when he wrote it 
necessarily. All I remember is that there were, it definitely with Adam Sandler, it was either you loved him or you hated him. There was Mm -hmm. no in between for sure. And especially at that time, he was polarizing because a lot of people thought it was stupid. You know, a lot of comedy previous to that, uh, even the older SNL guys like Martin Short and um, Dan Aykroyd, it was silliness, but his style of comedic prowess was was just just goofy. Yeah. And I remember at the time that people were just like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) It's like they were dogging him because he would literally get on SNL and just pull out his guitar and just sing some random bullshit. And it would be like comedic gold and everybody was confused. And (laughs) I mean, I love, I loved a lot of it, but it's just a certain brand and, and people gravitate to it. It's his shtick. He has stuck with it. It works for him. I get it. I just, now that I'm older, it's, it's hard because I have sense now. <laughs> I don't, I also don't have as much nostalgia tied to it. I think that's yeah. the problem, but yeah. I, I just and, think- and it is very problematic. There is no yeah. doubt about that. And if but you like, love it and it brings you joy, yeah. I, you know, that's fine. But, yeah. you know, I'm just stating my opinions, which yeah. is that I find this shit weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, Danielle, we have Robert De Niro on our side. Mm. That's he not has saying re- much. He has <laughs> reportedly claimed that Billy Madison is his all-time favorite film. I'm surprised he said that out loud. but I want to know like when he said that because it's been a long time so if he said it when it first came out or a few years after that there's a lot of movies maybe he's changed his mind let's see what we have not covered Bradley Whitford's never seen the movie I love it (laughs) people will yell business ethics at him (laughs) and well while he's just walking down the street people just yell like that to him the scene where chris farley turns bright red and is super aggravated was improvised i have a feeling a lot of this fucking movie was improvised Mm -hmm. yeah the director said that she just thought it was important to let adam be adam so there was quite a bit of the script you know that they stayed true to the script but they also ad-libbed a lot of parts to it which is interesting because the whole O'Doyle rules thing wasn't written in the original script. It uh, just felt so out of place for something that's so quoted. It just yeah. <laughs> felt um, so. And I think I read that in yeah. other of his movies, they reference O'Doyle in yes, in light of like a bad mean, character. Yeah. Apparently the studio had some people come to do some rewrites and kind of clean it up. And what Adam would do is completely go back to the regular script when, (laughs) when filming and just not, that was the only, one of the only things that stayed from one of the rewrites, which is interesting. I don't know why I like that one. Because the whole movie's irreverent. So the more <laughs> weird shit he can put in there, the better. The picture of Billy that Eric is using to monitor Billy's progress from grade to grade is the same headshot photo that was used in Happy Gilmer for the signboard some people were carrying in the crowds. Charles Bronson turned down the role of Billy's father and it was eventually given to Darren McGavin. Best decision he ever made. <laughs> I knew I liked him. And then I'm going to end on kind of a downer. In the opening scene, Billy gives a warning about UV rays and applies sun lotion. Teresa Merritt, who plays Juanita, died from skin cancer a few weeks. I just think it's, it's important detail because I think a lot of African-Americans 
because we have melanin, we are less affected by the sun negatively in certain ways, but we still need to put sunscreen on Mm -hmm. to protect ourselves because we too can get skin cancer despite what we like to believe. So put that sunscreen on. What do you guys think? So let's get our ratings. What does President Jackie and Heather think? It's hard. It's really hard for me to separate my nostalgia. It it draws me back to this movie over and over again. I'm going to lower it. I'm going to decrease from where I was as a kid. Oh, but I really did love watching it again. I don't know. I'm still, I'm right on the cusp of would buy it, would buy it again in five day rental. I'm bouncing between the two. (laughs) Jackie? I will go five day rental. I hadn't seen it in a while, but like as soon as you watch it, I just feel memories flooding. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and I mean, like, you know, all a the simpler time thing, but it's not something on my rotation that I put on. If I just need something to watch, you know, it's yeah. not but one you- of my go-to movies. What about you, Danielle? You know, I think I'm going to stay the same at five day rental. I think, you know, every I'm once in a while, that. I'm fucking joking this shit is a same day (laughs) rental if I could go lower I would the the only difference between how I felt about this movie because I loved Adam Sandler growing up and half-baked is the fact that they're high there's logical reasoning behind (laughs) their insanity if he had been high I would have been like oh well this is a weed movie I would have looked at it totally different but these shenanigans, there's nothing less attractive to me than a man acting like a fucking idiot and a kid and a rich man at that. <laughs> Veronica was really putting in the time to say, you know what, I'm going to push through because this man is rich, but I don't know if I could do it. Like what? <laughs> so yes, in, same day rental. In the article that I read by the director, she said that one of the one of the parts of this movie that does hold up or kind of saves it is the fact that they resisted over sexualizing Veronica Vaughn like she wasn't wearing super sexy tight like teacher pencil skirt outfits and stuff which I do see like she was she's stupid for going for Billy but she was appropriate in her reactions to a Mm -hmm. lot of the things that were wrong in the movie so I'm mad she caved in in the fact that the bar wasn't set higher for him he should have done a lot more before she would have like it yeah. should have been like only at the end once yes. he gave the company to, to Carl and yeah. and wants to go mm-hmm. back to school. I I don't know. I can't stand when we're doing these these uh episodes. It, it's like my childhood is constantly being broken apart. I don't I don't know how much more of this I can handle. I'm afraid That's to the watch. whole premise of <laughs> show. Well, I mean, hey. The movie didn't do bad. It got, well, it got one five-day rental, one in between. You know, with mine, it's like a good <laughs> average. <laughs> it's a good mix. But yeah, there's a ton of people that just absolutely love this movie because, you know, it is a, it's a nostalgic gem. And he did change a lot of comedy. Like, if he didn't exist, maybe we wouldn't have gotten a Ryan Reynolds in van wilder or mm-hmm. yeah or like wedding crashers yes you know like yes. that slapstick kind of ridiculous yes the 90s and 2000s were littered with this shit so it just wasn't <laughs> it just wasn't as finely polished as some of the later ones because they learned a lot from <laughs> what not to do yes yeah. <laughs> you know they knew exactly who their audience was 
Heather, thank you so much <laughs> for coming on. I I know this was hard for me to watch like <laughs> the movie and I but I, I'm glad that you and Jackie like this is your your memorable nostalgic movie especially like remembering your dad and all those moments so I'm glad that you were able to come on and join us for this one I was too I had a lot of fun I had a lot of fun reminiscing watching the movie good. it was nice to reminisce <laughs> with you Jack and Danielle I'm glad you tolerated and put up with our I just I, I expected I just... to be there a lot more singing so I'm sorry <laughs> I just wanted us to get through it. And I felt like y'all were about to say every line of this movie. We would have, if you didn't, if you didn't monitor us, we would have gotten out of control. So it's good. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. I love that. I love what you guys are doing. You guys are killing it. And I'm just so proud and happy. I'm great. I'm grateful. I get to kind of see you at the beginning and watch already the show has evolved you know from how you started and you guys are becoming more polished more in a routine and um I'm just proud of you and I I know you hope and know that you guys are proud of yourselves you should thank you thanks trying our best (laughs) you're doing a great job and you're having fun doing it like it's like you know Marky I think asked in the interview like you know does it feel like work and it it seems like it doesn't it seems like you guys I know you guys put a lot of prep into it you take it seriously but at the end of the day it's just kind of bullshitting and reminiscing with your each other and then friends and new friends that you've met so it's really cool it's a really awesome niche that you guys have found thank you I feel like we've been building up to this forever so it's just been great (laughs) and it's been fun like being able to have family on and yeah we have been meeting a lot of new people so it's just been I personally just say you know well I'll go wherever it takes us and see how it goes yeah and I hope I can come back again later on always invited well hit us up on social media and let us know what your rating would be for Billy Madison is it uh would buy it again five-day rental or you on the same page with me with the same day rental you know whatever let us know at TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Get no more late fees. And if you have any messages, questions, if you want to tell us your ratings uh, through the phone, leave us a message on our Google Voice number, which is 909-601-6653. It's 909-601-NMLF. And you could be featured on a future episode. And now let's hear some messages from our quick drop. So I am commenting on the Day and Silent Bob podcast. I love the podcast. I wanted to input so often throughout it, and then I found out I could call in. So <laughs> that was probably your mistake. Anywho, I just wanted to kind of say that I felt like they cut, the movie kind of was uh, mockery for a lot of other movies that were previously made. Like the girls, I think, were making fun of Charlie's Angels, the original movie. Um, There was a lot of homophobic stuff, like you had said, but I, I didn't realize it until you had brought it up, probably because in that time it was a little bit, well, not a little bit, a lot different with how people joke about things nowadays we have to be more careful which is understandable because a lot of things can be misconstrued or taken out of context and become very offensive uh 
I also wanted to say that when I at first heard you say Missy, Sissy, and Chrissy, I almost thought I was getting a personal shout out. I was wrong. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, I also wanted to say that, yep, I agree with you guys. Probably a two-day rental, something I would watch if I saw it on TV, but not pay for to go see again. It was definitely fun in its time. I must have watched it a million times. But nowadays, comedy is a bit different, and our take on life is a lot different. So that always plays an aspect in what you want to watch. Anywho, I can't wait for the next episode. I love hearing everything. I love you guys. I love that your uh, partner is a little forgetful, such as myself. All right. You have a good night. Bye-bye. Hey, Jackie and Danielle. It's Stephanie. I just wanted to call and rave about the podcast. I'm enjoying every episode. I'm a little behind, but I'm catching up. Um, But you guys have been cracking me up from... Just hearing you guys laugh about scenes in movies or maybe like Jackie mispronouncing MC Light and saying Mick Light. Oh, Lord. I was like, Jackie, no. But no, I'm enjoying every episode. And I just had to mention that um, after watching Heavyweights, I watched it. A lot of the times I, I listen to the episodes and then I'm like, damn it. Now I need to go back and watch it. Um, and with heavyweights, I was trying when Jackie mentioned, oh my God, the doctor, she's so beautiful. I'm like, who is this doctor and who is this beautiful lady? So when it got to the scene with her, I'm like, oh my God, it is the shy nun from Sister Act. The one that Whoopi Goldberg brings out of her shell and like, turns out she can sing like, oh my God. I was like, it's her, it's the nun. Um, and I've always thought she was beautiful, even in, in those movies. Um, but yeah, that's that's her. But yep, enjoying every single episode. Right now I'm on um, I Know What You Did Last Summer. And it's funny because sometimes I get to episodes and I'm like, oh, I don't really care about this movie, do I, but I want to support my girls. Um, that's how I felt about like Camp Nowhere. And then in the end I rewatched it and I'm like, man, this does hold up. This is pretty funny. And now in the middle of, I know what you did last summer. I'm like, damn, now I want to <laughs> rewatch this to see, um, Jennifer Love Hewitt's eye acting and, you know, Ryan Phillippe roided out. So you guys are just cracking me up and I love reliving these moments from like, my childhood, my teenage years. Um, so just keep doing what you're doing and I'm forever a fan. Love y'all. And I'm working on that theme song. I haven't forgotten about it. It's a lot of pressure. I want to make it beautiful and perfect for y'all, but I'm working on it. Love y'all. And as always, be kind and rewind.